This is Scams and Cons News with Jim Grinstead. In today's news, a Washington state man is suing a company that he was convicted of stealing $260,000 from in a cattle scheme. And airlines are being targeted by scammers who want to be among the first to board airplanes and get the best seats. But first, we start with a South San Francisco woman who lost $22,000 in a scam involving a miscarriage. The caller said she was involved in an auto accident with the woman's son and, as a result, suffered a miscarriage. KRON reported that the woman offered the victim money, and two men showed up at her home twice to collect it. The victim's son later arrived home, and his mother told him what happened. After she learned she'd been scammed, the incident was reported to police. With the advent of AI, impersonation scams are growing and the Federal Trade Commission says imposter scams were the most popular type of scams in 2022. Victims lost $11 million on the phone. The names and addresses of sex offenders in most states are public information. The information is often posted on websites, and scammers are now calling those offenders, saying they missed appointments and must pay a fine or be sent back to jail. It has happened in Baltimore, but also in Omaha, Nebraska. WOWT reports. A registered sex offender who asked not to be shown on TV. I pay my debt to society. But his name and photo are on the sex offender registry for all the world to see, including a scammer who called him pretending to be with law enforcement. And you missed a date today for a federal issued swap. So you either have to be arrested, go to prison, or you have to pay a preliminary bond. Sheriff's Deputy Adam Arco monitors 330 sex offenders in Sarpy County, and one of them, a woman, reported a call from a phony cop claiming she missed a DNA swab. The, the last person I fell for it was $2,500, and they claimed it was for a bond, and she went to a Bitcoin machine in Omaha to send the money. Paying a bogus bond through Bitcoin or various cash cards are what sex offenders are being told to stay out of prison. Damn, I was scared. I was scared that I was gonna have someone come to my house, arrest me, and take me back to prison for something that I didn't even know what was gonna go on. The state patrol manages the registry and tells me about six sex offenders complained that arrest warrant scammers targeted them. Even though the registry doesn't list a phone number, there's plenty of information on there for scam artists to find one from the sex offender's date of birth, his exact address, even the car they drive. Sex offenders give a DNA sample when they first register, so a threatening call claiming they missed a follow-up swab should be checked out. I've received dozens of calls from people on the registry in Starby County asking me if this was real, because that's what I generally tell them is, hey, if you get a call, call me first. Before paying a bond, this sex offender called back the number. Or you are trying to call has been disconnected. So the sex offender didn't lose money, but says he easily could have out of fear of losing his freedom again with the threat of being sent back to prison. A Nigerian politician has been caught up in a scheme to convince a man to come to their city and receive payment for an organ donation for his daughter, according to the newspaper, The Guardian. Three people are accused of conspiring to arrange or facilitate the travel of a man to exploit him for his kidney. They deny the charge. The 21-year-old street trader from Lagos 
was allegedly offered up to $8,000 and the promise of a better life in the UK in exchange for giving a kidney to one of the scammers. It's illegal to pay for or coerce a person into donating an organ. Hospitals refused to do the surgery because the match was incompatible, and when caught by police, the scammers denied any payments were made or promised. The kidney recipient said her father admitted to sponsoring a medical visa for the man to travel to London for the donation. He told the court his family was advised to lie to London's Free Royal Hospital and that the man was Sonia's cousin. This is Scams and Cons News. A teacher preparing to retire was scammed out of $200,000 as she was preparing to buy a new home. Fox 31 in Denver explains. The second, Vicki, not only do you not get the house, you have nothing left. You have nothing left. Vicki Ragel, a middle school teacher of 42 years. As a single mom, I raised two kids. There was never money. And her daughter, Sarah, a traveling nurse, were excited to be buying their dream townhouse to live together in Lakewood. On a Wednesday, they told me that they needed the funds within 48 hours or the house wouldn't happen. But two days later, when they headed to the title company to get the keys to their new place. A minute at the very end, the title lady said, well, let me go check on your funds. And she came in and she said, where'd you send the funds to? And I said, I sent them to you. And she said, we don't have them. And gone. They're gone. Vicki says the $198,000 was sent to fraudsters. I think we walked out of there and I threw up, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I mean, I, I pretty much had to carry you out of the, the title company. And Who posed as their realtor, title company, and lender. The emails, she says, were nearly identical. At some point, the chain of emails got hacked and I started getting fraudulent emails, didn't recognize them as fraudulent emails. The duo reporting the fraud to Lakewood Police, CBI and FBI, who tell us tonight this is called business email compromise. And in 2022 in Colorado, the FBI received 504 complaints of BEC costing victims nearly $54 million. Officials warned to always carefully examine the email address and spelling, obtain wiring money instructions verbally on a trusted phone number, and never change a bank account from instructions sent to you via email, text, or fax. I don't know what I'm going to do if you want to know the truth. I don't know. <laughs> we'll make it. We'll, we'll get it figured out somehow. Drivers in Washington state are falling prey to a gold jewelry scam. Fox 13 in Seattle tells the story. Washington State Patrol says one driver reported $10,000 was stolen from him in this gold scam. Troopers say this has been happening for years across the nation. And investigators believe a group of men are currently behind the scams in King and Snohomish counties. This is fool's gold, worthless jewelry that deceptively seems valuable. It's the bait thieves are using to hustle people out of their money, happening on highways and off-ramps statewide. Don't stop for these individuals. Washington State Trooper Rick Johnson says thieves are parking on highway shoulders or off-ramps and stepping out into traffic flagging down drivers. Once someone pulls over, Johnson says the suspects run their scheme. Well-dressed in a higher-end rental car, saying they, they need money to get back home to one was to Miami or to wherever it is. And in exchange for the money to help them get home, they'll have you hold on to this gold. And one individual said, well, we'll send you back, you know, twice as much as what you're, what you're giving us. 
Johnson says the suspects eventually convinced the drivers to take them to a bank or ATM to withdraw cash. Some people taking out several thousands of dollars, not realizing the transaction is actually a ripoff. In the past two weeks, one for 10,000, one for 4,000, and one for 1,000. In the past two weeks, Washington State Patrol says three people in King County reported the scam at these locations. But Johnson believes there may be a lot more victims out there who aren't reporting the crime. Because they feel like, I can't believe I got taken by this. The insiders said Southwest Airlines apologized to a man on Twitter after user Trend Reddy, who goes by Paul, alleged that passengers were using wheelchairs they didn't need to board the Southwest flight first and attached a photo of a row of passengers lined up to board. Quote, 20 passengers boarding using a wheelchair, and probably only three needed one to deplane. Paul wrote in a tweet that he has garnered more than 300 responses, including those from the airline itself. Southwest said, since many disabilities aren't visible, we're unable to question the validity of pre-boarding requests. We appreciate your feedback and hope to create a more pleasant memory next time. Another Twitter user who identified themselves as a traveler with disabilities said unnecessary wheelchair requests had caused them delays. Quote, I actually have to wait sometimes up to 45 minutes for them to get my wheelchair and have often missed my connection. People who really need wheelchairs are impacted by those who don't. This is Scams and Cons News. Three, four hours ago, I found out the person I'd been dating and seeing for the last six months as a con man. That is my sister, Emma. Andrew Tonks's lies had been so convincing, she'd invested $300,000 with him. However, the tables were about to turn on Andrew. What he didn't know was that Emma had discovered his real identity. But to get any chance of justice, Emma had to act like it was business as usual. Coming up in this series, and that's when murder, all this stuff goes through my mind. I'm really, really scared. I'm assuming Sarah has watched too much Netflix and figures I've been defrauding you. Couldn't be further from the truth. That's what this was, a real-life story that seems so unbelievable, but it was actually true. A true story that all starts with one simple swipe to the right. I'm Sarah Ferris. And I'm Emma Ferris. And this is my story, Conning the Con. 